Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Sully Baseball Daily, the podcast we talk about baseball 365 days a year, unless it's a leap year, and then we're going to do another one. I've been doing this every single day since October 24th. 2012, and it is now the 14th day of September 2016. We were approaching anniversary number four, and I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm recording this from a Sully Baseball studio in Palo Alto, California, the birthplace of Oakland A's manager Bob Melvin, and just down the 101 from AT&T Park, the home of the San Francisco Giants. And I almost feel bad saying that right now. I almost feel bad saying the home of the San Francisco Giants um, for this reason. This podcast is going to be a lot of things. I'm going to be covering a bunch of ground. In fact, uh, this may be one of those podcasts where I stop and start it along the way because as I'm recording it, it's around, uh, it's around quarter to nine on Tuesday evening. And at this point, uh, the Seattle Mariners, Taiwan Walker has a perfect game through five. Now, it doesn't seem like every other day someone's taking a no-hitter deep into the game. Well, anyway, five innings is not an incredible amount. Although part of me is saying, like, hey, look, at, at this point, if you have four pitchers each throw a one, two, three inning, then it's a combined perfect game. And... While we love, as I, I talked about this on the previous podcast, uh, I, I know that we like to have the, the machismo of the pitcher finishing it, but eh, wouldn't that be nice too? A nice combined no-hitter? Anyway, um, I don't know if he's going to get the no-hitter or not. Uh, I did not curse him by saying no-hitter because the curse is you don't tell the pitcher that. It's not that you don't say it alone in a room in Palo Alto, California, but I'm eager to see what happens there. But, uh, and, and there's a bunch of things I want to talk about because something really occurred to me today while taking a look at the standings and take a look at where we are in baseball right now. But uh, amongst other things, this podcast is going to be an olive branch. This podcast is going to be me reaching out, saying, hey, Someone was sailing along the River Sully and decided to no longer be in the river and had some unpleasant words to me. And perhaps, perhaps I was a little quick with him, too. So I am reaching out. Even though I hope he hears this. But uh, Alan Spear, that's his uh, Twitter handle. Alan Spear, S-P-E-I-R. Um... We got into a little bit this morning because uh, I've talked about Santiago. I've done a few Giants podcasts recently. Uh, and I've done one the other day about Hunter Pence and where he belongs in the lineup. Of course, I've done several about uh, Santiago Casilla and the madness of keep pitching him in there. And I sat down with my dad, who's a rabid Giant fan, and we watched the uh, Matt Moore attempt at a no-hitter. And so when I posted the, my podcast that I did yesterday, he wrote to me, wow, shocker, it's about the Giants. Now, I will admit that that sometimes, especially, it, was, it bothered me more when I used to just only write the blog, but it still sometimes gets under my, uh, gets under my skin a little bit because I do 365 of these. 
And I make an effort to bring people on, to talk about things, to talk about topics. When the uh, Red Sox played the Giants, I talked about the Diamondbacks. I've had people, we've had Rangers guests, we've talked about the Marlins, we've talked about, I've talked about every team. And I make an effort to not just have it be Red Sox, Red Sox and Giants. I have said over and over again, I make no uh, claims of impartiality. I am a Boston Red Sox fan. I live in California. My father's a San Francisco Giant fan. The Giants are my favorite team in the National League. I've not been subtle about that. But I've also made an effort to talk about other teams. Now, yes, I have talked a little bit about the Giants recently, but you know, I'm just scrolling down. I talked about the Giants, and I talked about going back, uh, the Mets, uh, just going through as recent episodes. Infield shift, Red Sox Yankees, the San Diego Surfboard, the Dodgers, uh, potential managers. Okay, there's another Giants one. Bob Gibson, Don Drysdale, the Brewers and the Dodgers potential trade. Uh, covering the whole weekend, teams that missed October, big stars coming up, the whole thing on uh, Machado and Altuve and uh, Gene Wilder and Lou Gehrig, the White Sox Stadium, who owns baseball, the Dodgers and Cole Hamels. Okay, there's another Matt Moore watching with my dad. Going to the A's game, following the Angels, careers cut short, the Mets, Kurt Schilling, Pete Rose, uh, oh, there's another giant one. Okay, there's been about maybe four of them. Uh, the Nationals, the Marlins, Labor Peace, uh, the Yankees, the Rangers, the Mets, A-Rod, the National Cy Young, um, the A-Rod Pressure, Bat Flips, Olympic Baseball, uh, Richard Gere. You know, I'm... The, I try to cover a lot of topics, but perhaps I do get sensitive, and perhaps I did have a little bit of a thin skin, and, you know, I am talking about the Giants because they are an interesting team to talk about, but I'm reaching out to you, so let's look at, if you've enjoyed this podcast at all, just know that that's kind of maybe one tiny part of the podcast that will exist because I'm not going to pretend that I don't want the Giants to win. I'm not going to pretend that I don't want the Red Sox to win. But know that I'm going to do my best, the best I can. A pledge to you, Alan Spear. A pledge to you that I'm going to do the best I can as I do 365 new episodes. I'm doing 366 this year. To cover as much as I possibly can in the wide breadth of all the teams and all the, the interesting stories. Now, I do note that you're a Cub fan. And again, I don't pretend impartiality. And I have said several times, I am not rooting for the 2016 Cubs. I do not want them to win. If you're a Cub fan, I'm sure you do want them to win. But I will... Hopefully, you'll understand that I'm trying to make this a podcast not just about bitching and moaning about a team or telling, recapping what happened in the, the previous day, but to sort of 
I, to sort of enter my brain a little bit and see how I view the world and life with baseball as the great context for what I'm doing here. And with that comes emotion, and with that comes my own personal emotion. And that personal emotion includes getting frustrated when the Giants do something stupid, or being happy when the Red Sox do something good, and vice versa. But I'm also going to feel a tremendous amount of happiness about many of the other teams, sorry, not your Cubs, but a lot of other teams that are in it. Whether it's Cleveland, or Texas, or Washington, or the Mets, less so with the Mets for reasons we've already gone over, and similar to the reasons I have issues with the Cubs. But the fact of the matter is, I'm trying my best, give me a chance, and know that, yeah, I'll talk about the Red Sox and Giants, maybe more than the other teams, but I will cover every team. And perhaps, kind of like how I sometimes listen to some announcers who drive me crazy from time to time, I find myself gravitating towards Susan Waldman and John Sterling with the Yankees, even though they sometimes drive me bananas, because sometimes that sense of being driven bananas is a positive thing. So, look it. I'd love you to come back. I'd love you to listen to the show. Hell, I'm going to even extend a further olive branch. If you want to be a guest on the show, shoot me an email at info at sullybaseball.com. We'll have you aboard, and do you know what? We'll talk about whatever you want. I've had fans here on the show. Alvaro Espinosa, Sully Baseball Line of the Day, has been on the show. Cubs fan with an eight has been on the show. Mark Blakemore has been on the show. We've had fans on the show. So come on. Jump back in the river, Sully. Yeah, you may have hit an eddy there. You may have hit a little rock. You may have stubbed your toe. You may have been bitten by a fish. But this is my pledge to you. Come along. 365 of them. Not all of them are going to be good. There's going to be some clunkers. But I'm here for you every day. Come back when you feel ready to come back. And here's the thing that I realize by folk that maybe that I realized this today when I was thinking about what was I going to say. Because at one point I was going to say I was going to say something kind of nasty and everything. But no, I took, I don't know, 12 hours to think about it. And I thought, ah, let's be, let's be more peaceful. Let's be about friendship. And also, to understand, if you're not me, and few people are, the point of view of hearing about the Red Sox and hearing about the Giants does fling in the face on something that is truly intriguing about this season that I'm going to call the 2016 baseball season. The Red Sox won the World Series in 2013. That's their third World Series since 2004 that they've won. The Giants won the World Series in 2014. That's their third World Championship since 2010. I'm going to go out on a limb. For most people out there, seeing a Giants championship or a Red Sox championship would be kind of sort of annoying. Would be a sense of saying, hey, 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 enough, enough. 
You don't need four. This would be your championship that would be the equivalent of Zeppo marks. You don't need four. And you take a look at the real contenders. And what I mean the real contenders, I mean the ones who are, are within striking distance. And, and at this point, with, really only, with less than three weeks to go, it's really within three games of a playoff spot. If you're, if you're more than three games to go and there's fewer than three weeks to play, I'm sorry, it'll take a miracle because that means you've got to make up more than a game a week, and that's tough. So, I mean, you, so you look at the teams. I'm going to go to uh, MLB.com here. You take a look at the teams. As of this recording, the AL division leaders are the Red Sox, Indians, and Rangers. The National League... Division leaders are the Nats, Cubs, and L.A. Uh, as of this recording right now, the Giants, sorry I said them, and the Mets are the wildcard teams. Baltimore and Toronto are the wildcard teams in the AL. With the Tigers, Yankees, and the Mariners kind of on the outside looking in. And really only the Cardinals could possibly spoil the Mets or the Giants' fun. Now... Take the Cardinals out of this. Take the Cardinals out of that equation because the Cardinals are in the same boat as the Red Sox and the Giants of having several recent championships. Every other franchise I just said has not just a playoff drought or a world championship drought, but also a sense of urgency. Toronto who's been dropping like a rock a couple weeks ago. I thought they were the team to beat in the American League. They have a bunch of key free agents. This is a team that may not look the same next year. Baltimore also has a bunch of, you know, potential free agents coming up and also some question marks. Plus, Buck Showalter's never won even a pennant. Hell, he's only won one playoff series in his entire career. The division series against, uh, 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 what's a doodle, the, the Tigers in 2014. There's a sense of Bucks got to win in Baltimore eventually. Obviously, Texas has never won. They were a Nelson Cruz leap away. And with a team that has a lot of young players, but also a bunch of veterans, having the Beltre and the Beltron winning a title in Texas, that would be big stuff. And, of course, Cleveland, not quite the same urgency with the Indians with the Cleveland Cavaliers winning in terms of the city hasn't seen a championship since blah, blah, blah. But the Indians have the longest drought of any American League team. And who knows the window of opportunity in a city like Cleveland, in a market like Cleveland, is difficult to project. Meanwhile, the Nationals who you still cannot bring up any playoff situation with the Washington Nationals without bringing up the fact that they sat Steven Strasburg in 2012 because, oh, we're just going to keep winning it every year. They got to do it eventually. They got to win it. They got to win at least a playoff series eventually. The Dodgers have spent more money than Scrooge McDuck has ever seen in his life. And in recent years, it's resulted in one division series victory with a wide-open Los Angeles. There's a tremendous sense of urgency there. The Mets, obviously, you don't know how long. I mean, you saw this great pitching staff they've assembled and disassembled. 
this chance to own the city could be falling by the wayside. And I'm going to go out on a limb here. There's a little bit of urgency with the Cubs to finally win a championship for the first time since Teddy Roosevelt was the damn president. The longest drought in baseball. The longest drought in baseball history. And, man, oh man, if the Indians win the World Series this year, that means the Cubs will continue to have the longest drought. And the next longest drought would be, uh, would be, I guess, technically the Rangers, 1961. In other words, the company they used to have of waiting a long, long time for a championship used to be the Cubs, White Sox, and Red Sox. Well, White Sox and Red Sox are taking care of business. And if the Indians take care of business, then it's going to be really lonely out there for the Cubs. And I realized that all of those franchises, every one of those franchises, has a sense of intense urgency to win in 2016. Oh, Taiwan Walker, uh, I guess the, the Mariners made an error, so it's no longer a perfect game. But there's two outs in the six. We'll see what happens there. You already know. So putting myself in your shoes, in your beautiful, beautiful Cub fan shoes, Alan, I realized that listening to me and yappity-yapping about the two franchises, the only way I could make it worse for people if I said, hey, let's devote a week to the Cardinals. If the Red Sox win the World Series, and I said that I want them to, I'll put it up there with the recent titles and say, oh, look at that. One of the championships that I saw in my lifetime would not even get the bronze medal. And the Giants, same thing. So perhaps I understand your frustration. Perhaps I understand your bile. And saying, well, it may not change my point of view that much in terms of how I'm going to put on my own podcast. I do understand that for most people, a Red Sox-Giants World Series title, while that would be a dream come true for me, would be a nightmare for people who say, we just want to experience once, because it wasn't that long ago that that was me. As a Red Sox fan, I just want to see one before I'm dead. Or my friends who are Giants fans, including my father. I just want to see the San Francisco Giants win one damn World Series. And now we have three each. A championship in 2016 would be the greatest thing to happen to the fans in Cleveland, Texas, Baltimore, Toronto, Washington, the Cubs, the Dodgers, the Mets. This would be a generational event. I mean, we've dragged down how long it's been for the Cubs. The city of Washington hasn't had a world championship since 1924. The Mets and the Dodgers last won. Big market teams, big spending teams. They haven't won the World Series since Reagan was in office. And believe me, that's longer than you think it is. Same thing with Baltimore. Toronto hasn't won a series since the strike. And so what this would mean for those franchises, the excitement, the bonding, the moments of exaltation, 
to look over and see the big, fat, loathsome, just gluttonous Giants and Red Sox fans consuming a fourth title and taking one of the other championships for granted. I can see that. Alan, I get why you're mad. I get why you're pissed. You know, I'm going to bring something up which I shouldn't bring up to a Cubs fan in 2003. It was, it was rough for me as a Red Sox fan, too. That was the Aaron Boone series. And I remember when Florida won the World Series, they beat the Yankees. And I couldn't watch the World Series. After the, the Aaron Boone homer, I couldn't bring myself to watching. That's the only World Series I didn't watch. And when I found out the Marlins won, I was briefly relieved that the Yankees didn't win. But then I was pissed because the Marlins won a championship in 97 and 2003. And I thought, damn it! Why do they get to pick which title they cherish the most? Well, all I want to do is see one. And you as a Cub fan, who probably doesn't want to hear that a Red Sox fan is not rooting for the Cubs, you're going to have to deal with that. You're going to have to deal with that. And by the way, there is a weird noise in this room. I don't know if the microphone's picking it up. If it is, you've got to deal with that, too. Again, if you don't like this, I'm going to have another one tomorrow. But I want you to know that with reflection, which is sometimes something that people do not do on Twitter because you're so quick to want to have that, oh, instantly, boom, bam, 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 bam. No, with reflection and a sense of if not self-awareness, then at least empathy. And remembering when I was in your shoes, to look back and say, yeah, I get it. I don't know how much of it's going to change, but if you listen to this podcast every day, I will promise you, you will hear about many things that have nothing to do with the Red Sox and Giants. And do you know what? If I do talk about the Red Sox, or I do talk about the Giants, Go look at the episode title. It'll be clearly labeled. And just move on. Move on to the next one. So, Alan, I hope you're listening to this. I really do. You know, not every podcaster is going to go out and reach out for every former listener. I know you're Mark Marin doing this. So, I hope you come back to the River Sully, knowing that I at least understand a little bit of what you're saying and what you're talking about. Anyway, um, I'm going to go take a quick break. Tywan Walker has a no-hitter through six innings. We'll see what happens. Ah, Tywan Walker lost the no-hitter. Ah, I want to see another no-hitter this year. All right, well, let's wrap up this episode of the Solid Baseball Daily Podcast that hopefully... Alan, listen to. Um, who owned baseball? Uh, Taiwan Walker didn't get the no-hitter, but he threw a complete game shutout, struck out 11. Uh, Jorge Polanco got on base four times. Uh, the Twins beat the Tigers 8-1. Noah Syndergaard struck out 11. And he didn't get the win, but the Mets won the game in extra innings because T.J. Rivera, who also owned baseball, went 3-4 for four with a 10th inning home run. 
half wobs. Uh, Jose Altuve of the Astros, uh, Danny Duffy of the Royals, and I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. Did anything happen last night with any other teams? Anything of interest? Do you know what? I honestly can't think of anything. So, anyway, go to MLBReports.com to see the up-to-date listings of who owns baseball. Uh, go to SullyBaseball.com, like me on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, Instagram. I'm everywhere. The music is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kaliski. Alan, you're always welcome here. You always can come back. And because you know one thing, I'm going to be doing a podcast every single day. So this is my olive branch out to you. And for everyone else out there, instead of busting into a fight, try to understand what the person's trying to say. Maybe, Alan, you were onto something. But now I know what I'm onto, and that is my bed. Tomorrow I'll be rested for yet another episode of the Celebrity Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sullivan.